The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. You're listening to the 630 Chad Afternoon News. Brad Whisker and Morgan Black joined in studio by Dr. Gans Ferentz. We're talking about the No Miss Father's Day gift. And before the break, I said that men need context, and I'm sure women everywhere listening to this segment right now are going, no kidding. <laughs> well, listen, I, the, the fact is we all need context, right? Um, but for us, for many guys, it's not all guys, right? And everything I'm saying here can apply to women too. It's just generally it applies to guys a little bit more, right, in, in general. So, so look, at context is one of those things where we understand what is happening around us and that helps to reduce our anxiety because men in our culture have not been raised to um, talk about play with discuss emotions in the same way that women have typically and that's changing it's it's changing actually quite quickly which is awesome to see it's becoming much more even now but uh, you know those of us who are older right we still have that old school training and so what happens is when when the temperature gets turned up and this is not necessarily just on negative emotions it can even be on positive emotions right um, if there's if there's just too much intensity on the emotion sometimes it can be a little bit over overwhelming for for people and for in this case we're talking about men so it can be a little bit overwhelming for men so what happens is we may want to break that intensity and we can either you know withdraw or we might get frustrated or you know it, it basically triggers a fight or flight response so we run away or we try to fight which what's interesting is that that break in the connection actually creates a fight or flight response in the partner right and so then you have this little arms race happening with you know i'm getting triggered so i do something that triggers the other person they get triggered and then it just keeps going right and context is a way to cut through a lot of that stuff we talked before about um about uh you know being able to ask for what you need so when you when you're able to say you know this is a conversation where i just really need you to listen I need you to just hear me out. I just need to talk it through. A guy can say, oh, okay, if this, is, if this is the fix, if this is what I need to do, I can do that versus jumping in with solutions right away. Is it sometimes a benefit, though, in those situations to say, you know, even if it's good news, sometimes the other person, man or woman, mm-hmm. they may be busy in their life right now, whether it's cooking mm-hmm. dinner or sending off a work email that they forgot to send when they were at the office. Absolutely. Is it sometimes good to set it up as, you know, within the next hour, Yeah. I would just like us to have 15 minutes where we can just sit down and talk about something, whether it's good or bad. Absolutely. Brilliant, brilliant comment, right? Because, yeah, this is, this is what I teach people. I say, listen, you want to make it an event. You don't want to kind of... <laughs> sometimes in our relationships, it's like guerrilla warfare, right? Or so you're hiding <laughs> in the bushes behind the plans, like, okay, I'm going to talk to you about work now, right? It's like, okay, well, hang on. <laughs> or we need to discuss finances, <laughs> right? Um, no, it's like, hey, listen, I'd like to have a talk with you. Is this a good time? Right. So uh, or if it's not now, like you said, within the next hour or two, or can we talk sometime this evening? When would be a good time? Right. And so what you're doing is you're giving first of all, you're letting the person know that, you know, there's something you'd like to discuss, which is context. But you're also letting them know that, you know, it's important enough that I'd like your undivided attention. And by the way, you have some say in this. You have an out. You can say, no, it's not a good time. Or yes, it is a good time. Or no, five o'clock will work for me. Right. If you want to if you want to make it even better, you can say I only need about 15 minutes. Would that work for you? Let's, let's talk a little bit more about, I find that sometimes someone can, can give you a big lead-in where you, you lead with, 
can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Or all of a sudden they come in and they have very closed off body mm. language. How, how can you go into a tough talk without immediately triggering that fight or flight when, when someone is already kind of peaking your, oh my gosh, what is about to happen? Right, right. Well, you know, that's a, that's a great question because, you know, all of us are different in terms of what kind of things trigger us and, you know, how sensitive we are. And we're also different throughout different times of the day and, you know, if we're fed or if we're not fed, right? So, um, you know, one of the things that I tell people to do is, you know, you can you can talk, you can set up the, the conversation, but you set up, like, this is important. It's about this. You give them a topic, right? You, you let them know, and you give them some time parameters. I think it might be half an hour, maybe 15 minutes, but I want you to know I'm talking to you about this because I care about you, because I want to have things go better, not because I'm trying to, like, give you a hard time or blame you or, or whatever, right? And so there's there's got to be a little bit of trust built in the relationship at that point, too. But I, I often tell people, do not have these important conversations when you're tired. Do not have them last thing in the day when you're supposed to be sleeping. Do not have them when you're hungry. Do not have them when you just had a fight at the, with the boss or you had bad traffic coming home. These things need to be done when you're well-fed, well-rested, happy, and generally calm. And then you're going to have a better, better shot at having uh, a better time with uh, communication. But the other part of that, so that's the lead in. The other part you can do is if you guys can have an agreement and, you know, it's good to have this general agreement with your partner if it's a long-term partnership, but even if you just kind of say it at the beginning of the, to set the context for that particular conversation, listen, if things get too much, if things get too much for either of us or too hot, can we agree that it's okay for either of us to call a timeout and we'll both respect that. You know, we're talking about sports and the Raptors and, the, you know, when we're off mic and stuff like that. And one of the things that the good coaches do is when they see that the team is falling apart or the other team's on a run, they call the timeout to maybe to get their team to regroup and to stop the run on the other side, right? And so we can do that in our relationships too. When we feel like, you know, the issue is getting the better of us as when we're communicating, let's call a timeout, let's let things settle, and let's start to get back together in that way but that's something you want to establish before the conversation because if you mm-hmm. want to suddenly stop that conversation midway before setting those parameters oh, yeah. you're going to set yourself up for something even bigger and then it turns yeah. explosive I, I totally agree you have to set that up ahead of time like if you have a general agreement which is awesome but uh, but also the agreement right before that particular conversation and then the the, the last part of that too if you call the timeout, you have to make for sure that you come back after the timeout. Okay? Because that's the, <laughs> the Raptors don't just stop playing. Okay, we're done. That's the we'll game. see you guys. Yeah, exactly. Do you, you see what I'm saying? Because I think that's the fear that a lot of people have. They're, you know, look, so, so let's say the, the, the guy calls the timeout. I can't deal with this right now. I need a timeout, right? And then never comes up again, right? And they never want to talk about it again. And that just breeds sort of like distrust. And it, you know, it, it, you, you, you're basically saving stuff for when it does happen. There's going to be an explosion then instead of like you know a calm conversation. What about for for those individuals who are too nervous to start the confrontation? Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I know that in relationships and work relationships, friend relationships, partner relationships, you you there tend to be people who are just a little bit more okay with mm-hmm. confrontation what about those individuals who who want nothing to do with an argument <laughs> well you're gonna have one anyway <laughs> are you gonna have one are you gonna have one now or are you gonna have one later with interest 
you know, is the is the question you need to ask yourself. So, look, um, I, I used to be one of these people that used to avoid confrontation at all costs. And then I also had high blood pressure, and then I looked crazy because every time that stuff would build up to a high enough place, I would have a confrontation, but it would be over the toothpaste or over, you know, somebody bumping somebody me in the hall. A or, fork. Exactly. Yeah. You, you, you see How what could I'm you do this? And then everything that was built up is coming out, and I look like I'm nuts. Do you see what I'm saying? So, listen, uh, all the stuff that when we were talking about this before, it, it's simple stuff, but it's not easy, right? And it's not for the, for the weak of heart because you have to put in the work to be able to be, to build that skill to be comfortable with, you know, having a little bit of confrontation because a little bit now is way better than a lot later. I think I want to tie all this up out on the other side of the break because everything you're mentioning involves emotion. Oh, yeah. And that is a big factor here. Mm-hmm. We have Dr. Gans Ferentz in studio. You're listening to the 630 Chet Afternoon News. Brad Whisker and Morgan Black filling in for Jalen Nye, who will be back early next week, joined in studio by Dr. Gans Ferentz. And we've been talking about the no-miss Father's Day gift. And Gans, when we boil it all down, all these tips and, it, and, mm-hmm. it, and the advice you've passed on, it really boils down to how you approach it with your emotions. Absolutely. You know, so it, it takes a certain amount of emotional control to be able to do some of these things we're talking about. And when you do these things, it actually helps you to have much more emotional control, right? So it's, it's one of those things you have to jump in somewhere in the loop and start to help yourself either by acting in this way and, and listening differently and communicating differently and or by dealing with your emotions in a healthier, more direct way, you know. One of the things that I discovered, because, you know, for me, I've also been on the other side of the couch, so to speak, in this relationship. So I've been, I've been, I've ha- I've been going to therapy for probably about 28 years now myself and learned a ton of things from my psychologist. And one of the things that I learned really early on was to use a journal and to write in my journal at least once a week or a couple times a week, but, you know, daily is even better because it's one of those places, especially, you know, Morgan, you're asking about what if you're not good with confrontation? What if you don't want to, like, even go anywhere near that? Well, a lot of times when you can get your emotions out, when you actually are able to express them in some way that's non-threatening, non-threatening to you and also non-threatening to, you know, the villagers, right? <laughs> um, you, you, uh, you can then actually find the words and the energy and the, um, the, the bravery, I guess, to actually have that conversation with somebody that you need to talk about a difficult subject with. So in my journal, I write stuff out. And I, I remember earlier on in my career, I had a boss that was really, you know, to me, very intimidating. And to, you know, to ask for what I need, I literally had to write stuff down and then take a list with me into the meeting. And I was sweating and my mouth was dry. And I said, oh, okay, I have to read my list. But, you know, I was able to at least address it because I'd done some pre-work. So I was able to be, you know, kind of marginally confrontive or, you know, comfortable with that. But you still get what I need needed done because I'd actually done the pre-work. And you could bring that sort of list idea into an interpersonal relationship, right? I mean, and again, when when emotions are high, maybe you forget things, it doesn't come across the way. Like, there's there's no problem in bringing the list to no, your significant other. Absolutely not. And, and and saying, listen, this is really important to me and you are important to me and I don't want to forget anything or I don't want to say it in the wrong way. So I brought a list and, and you know, listen, it's an intimate relationship. So hopefully they'll love you and accept you, right? And they'll understand you're doing this for the good of the partnership and not for any kind of nefarious reasons. 
And I mean, there's also the emotion of approaching the conversation. Mm -hmm. But we were chatting briefly off air about that reaction that you're looking for once you you share that news or tell that Mm -hmm. person that you're going to need to talk to them. And, you know, in today's day and age, we we expect immediacy. Oh, yeah. And if you don't get that immediate return, Mm -hmm. then the emotions can change Mm -hmm. because you're happy to share something or you're a little bit nervous, but then it can lead to anger. Yep. The anger, disappointment, a bunch of stuff like that. And, you know, that immediacy goes back to that whole validation point that we we're making at the beginning of the show. It's like when somebody's there and they can share your emotions with you in that moment, it feels very validating. It feels, it's oh, this is wonderful, right? But when they're not there, it's like, how come she didn't listen to me? What, what What's going on in her life? Oh, I guess I'm not that important or whatever, right? We can make up all sorts of crazy stuff in our minds that is not, necessarily true and then that can precipitate like a fight or like misunderstanding later on this is it's it's so fascinating to get so deep into the like you think a fight is just a fight everybody (laughs) fights and then and then you look into all of the different Mm -hmm. all the different levels behind it. it it is a lot to unpack long term when you when you you may spend your whole life working through fights with your significant other does it does it ever get better, easier? Well, Do you learn to yeah, fight better? Absolutely. Well, you know, listen, and there's tons of stuff on the internet. Well, this is good use of the internet. Um, <laughs> look up rules for fair fighting, right? There are rules. I mean, because there have been, there've been uh, res- uh, research projects that said that, you know, couples who don't fight don't necessarily have the greatest relationship. Right? There's, there needs to be some conflict, but we need to know how to do it and how to do it well, how to do it, like, respectfully, safely, and, you know, productively. Because it, we need to have people who have different opinions and different ideas and be able to share that but we need to do that in a way that you know doesn't beat up your team members again you know going back to the Raptors if you, if you're beating up somebody because they didn't make the rebound right they're not gonna be able to rebound next time right it's just that's not gonna help the team Gens, you've uh, you've revamped your website. Yes. And how can people get in touch with you, and what what can they what sort of advice can they get on your on your new site? So yeah, it's called askdrgans.com, and yeah, and so it, it's really about having more engagement with everybody. So the listeners, everybody who wants to come on there, um, and and the idea is that so few of us get to see a psychologist or talk to a psychologist and we have all these ideas about what what it is we do here's a way so you can actually do some research without the risk and get some interaction with me and you know and hopefully get some some advice on some things right now i'm offering like a free download of uh, it's called the me factor it's an audio download and it actually talking about emotions it's one of those things that i've put together to help me manage my emotions so i can actually do (laughs) some of these great techniques that i I've talked about here on the show today. So sometimes so, you refer back to your own website for advice. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I made that audio so I can listen to it in the car and remind myself not to, you know, be an idiot sometimes. You're so, always learning. That's the lesson, right? Yeah. Dr. Gans sometimes asks Dr. Gans. That's right. <laughs> Dr. Gans, it's always great to have you in. Hey, thanks so much for having me. Your schedule cleared out for tomorrow night? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you'll you'll be there? Oh, yeah. That's right. You'll probably hear me cheering. <laughs> <laughs> that is Dr. Gans Ferentz, psychologist with the Ferentz Group.